Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. What's up, friends? Before we hop into the show, I got to tell you about our friends over at Light Shade Dispensary. And right now, if you use the code DNVR, either online or in one of their 10 soon-to-be 11 stores in the Denver metro area, you'll get 25% off. That's code DNVR for 25% off. And whether you're a casual or a connoisseur consumer, you can get anything you want over at Light Shade Dispensary. They have it all. And right now, they've got Escape Artist, which is the highest award topical brand in Colorado that prioritizes quality and consistency. They have ratios of available in one-to-one and high ratio CBD 20 to one. They've got it all. So check them out again. They've got anything you want over at light shade dispensary. Use that code DNVR for 25% off. All right, fellas, let's hop into a crazy three ring circus. Three ring circus, baby. No better way to start, or I guess, you know, have lunch on your Friday, unless you're a late riser, uh, then a good old episode of Three Ring Circus. And I got to say, the plan is to just only have Ryan's on this show from here on out. So we started with Ryan Green, episode one, episode two, our guy, Ryan Edwards. What's up, man? Good to be here. Happy board. And then honestly, when I got my chance to be on the Three Ring Circus last time, we had to do it all digitally or do it all Zoom, that type of thing. So cool to be in person. Love it. It's, it's great to have it's you. It's awesome to have you. And, and I wonder whose idea it was to have only Ryan's on this. I can only imagine who. Yeah, Mace. I don't know. Yeah, really yeah. Well, you around. guys started, I felt like, and I wasn't here last week. I'm like, I got to get in on this somehow, right? <laughs> some Andrews. We got some, we got some Andrews and Andys in the market. That's yeah, true. Exactly. That's, oh, yeah. We, uh, there are some Zachs as well. Yes, there Zach. are. Yes. And, and Zatches. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think by the end of this, we'll have almost every Ryan in Denver media on the show. Almost. almost. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um... <laughs> Okay, so last year I heard there was some internal feud uh, on your show about the fact that you got invited first mm. on to uh, the show. So I figured we'll just double down and do it again. No, I love it. Uh, the jealousy. I could. I can imagine Ben Albright right now seething as he's holding his phone watching this uh, because he doesn't really watch on a laptop. Everything's on his phone. But yeah, no, uh, that that was uh, one of my favorite uh, moments. I think we had you on, Zach, and yeah. uh, I basically just spent the entire interview talking about how I got to be on first. <laughs> I don't think we, we, we may have talked Broncos. I don't know. I just know that the entire time I was just staring right at Ben going, yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, one day, Ben, one day they're going to love you like they love me. But If you had to describe working with Ben Albright in one word, what word would you oh, choose? Gosh. All right. Well, remember, oh, gosh. I got, yeah, I was going to say yeah. I got to see him again later. So, uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, in one word, I don't know if I could do a one word, but you, I, you can go a short sentence. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, look, I, I, I respect his hustle. Like a lot of people question like some of what he reports or how he gets his reports. Listen, as a guy that's watched him work now for several years, uh, it, it is it is not it always impresses me. Uh, he'll send me stuff late night saying like, "Hey, I'm having this conversation with this exact person that's in the news," and 
I mean, literally sends me the DM of it, and I'm just like, my goodness, that's just <laughs> unbelievable. So uh, he's legit, and um, you know, but but again, you know, he's got some ego, and there's uh, <laughs> there's a little bit of that w- with him, and and I think that that's kind of just a little bit uh, of that. But honestly, like in person, he's you know just really nice guy, really mm-hmm. more, more or less humble, believe it or not. Um, you know, a little bit of his uh, the public perception of him and the public out of how he does it. It's a little bit different, but I think your show, and if if you guys haven't seen it, you got to check out Broncos Country tonight. I think your show is awesome because you guys are just so different. Yeah, <laughs> no, we really are, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, we really are. Um, you know, in so many different ways. I mean, I think that you know we have like a, a kind of a little bit of a brotherly bond. We've known each other for almost a decade. You but... guys did a podcast on our network. It's way back. That's when. right. That's right. We did a lot of. That's right. I, I tell people that's a, that's a bragging right for me. Like uh, <laughs> like I say, yeah. But back in the day uh, with DNVR, Ben and I were doing a podcast. Um, which is remarkable, but no, I, I I've known him for a really long time. Uh, we've been friends for a really long time. Um, part of the reason, you know, he's with iHeart now is I kept bringing him back on my show, and they eventually were like, oh, this guy's got got something. Maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll look into that. Um, and that was the show that Mason and I did together um, over there at iHeart for a while. And yeah, I mean, it just, uh, but but you know, again, I approach radio in such a different way, or and just even just broadcasting in a different way um, altogether. So. Uh, the way he approaches it, I think there's a little bit of. I would say he's green, but I'd say he just he just approaches it more from like, uh, um, I don't know, an NFL insider. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot of the the same chops, the same background, and I'm so nerdy about it. And I love <laughs> I love the nuts and bolts of broadcasting. So the funny the funny thing is with Ben when we would have him on, sometimes it was okay. You, me, Steve Atwater, we know something, but being kind of the house station, right. We can't say it. So you bring Ben on, and Ben will just say everything yeah. he learns. Yeah, but and it didn't come from let, us, right? It came from Ben. Yeah. So there you go. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, especially in the Vance Joseph era. Yes. Like that was the toughest thing. Is mm-hmm. is is you know we we had, and I wouldn't say like like we we found creative ways is what I put yeah. it. Creative ways to throw say, your hat. That yeah, yeah. creative ways to say on how unhappy we were with the product, <laughs> and I think the Broncos fans felt that way. Right. Um, you know, it's not being disingenuous. It's just being like. Well, I think anybody can sit there and say this guy needs to be fired. This this is awful. Yeah. This is terrible. It's like, or you could be, you know, a little more creative with it and and try to find ways to have the same conversation and maybe have more of a constructive conversation. And I think that's more important. To me. Well, and mm-hmm. it can and it can be a a positive challenge because you know I've joked in the past when like a local columnist drops the fire the coach article in week four. Yeah, and I'm like, well, where can you go from here? <laughs> right, you, right. Know, you, you don't have many other cards to play. So like. You got you know, GM and owner, and then you're done. Right, right. You, you, you kind of have to be a little more tactical rather than just like, right. fire them, fire them, bench him, you know, whatever. Right, well, and it's the same thing like when, you know, people with, with Drew Locke were like, well, I'm done with Drew Locke, or I'm done with this. It's like, well, he's still on the roster. So, like, what if he decides to play well for a little while? Are you just going to be like, ah, I yes. was wrong? Like, no. I mean, but you're 100% right. When you say they're fired or I'm done with them or any, like, like any of those extreme takes – there is nowhere else to go. Yep. And, and, and walking that back, I don't know. Um, you lose a little bit of credibility with me. Yeah. Uh, when I was, you know, writing those, you know, more opinionated columns, I thought about that. I'm like, I don't think I can, I can go just fire everyone until like at least <laughs> week 13. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I gotta have somewhere to go. I have to have something, something that we're working towards. Well, and then, and then just really quick on, on to pile on that. So what if they, what if they keep him around? Like say for example, Vic Fangio, right? What if they did keep Vic Fangio around and you'd been spent, you know, all your energy on firing Vic Fangio? So are you just gonna not 
do anything the next season? Like, do you just like, like right. any wins? Like, do you not get to enjoy any of those? Yeah. Do you not get to right. write positively about the team because you wanted them to fire the coach? I mean, mm-hmm. so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think constructive conversations in, in a lot of walks of life uh, are a lot more valuable. All right, you and Mace did a show together for a while. Do you have a Mace a Mace behind the scenes story for us? Oh, man. <laughs> Mace, Mace is a fiery individual. Uh, you know, he uh, he's got the, the cool blue going right now. But uh, you know, I, I, honestly, um, you know, Mace is is one of my all time favorite people. And Likewise for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And um, you know, we we just had so much fun on that show. And and you know, Steve Mace and I just brought such different dynamics again. You know that. Uh, the, the way we approached radio, the way we approached, you know, sports, mm-hmm. uh, football, all that uh, was just so different. Um, but, you know, I, that, that's the thing about Mace is like every single day I knew he was going to show up ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I've worked with mm-hmm. enough hosts. This isn't a Ben Albright thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've, wor- I've worked with enough hosts that that is just not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell, too. Y- you can. Yeah, I think, I think anybody that like enjoys the medium, right, whether it's radio, podcasting, whatever, you can tell when people show up and say, we're going to talk Broncos today, and they just, you know, they just start talking. Right, right. Or mm-hmm. if they have put some thought into what they want to say, into the direction of the show, into the direction of their content, um, the direction of their argument, I can always tell the difference. And I, mm-hmm. think, I think more listeners, especially as these mediums continue to grow, I think they notice it too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, so what we're going to do here today is play a little game of quarterback roulette mm. now do any of you guys enjoy the actual game of roulette no not really blackjack i'm not saying you count cards but there are methods <laughs> that you can he's saying he counts cards <laughs> mace, yeah. absolutely. no one would question no, no one would say mace no. can't count cards. anybody in the room he's wearing glasses <laughs> like that you know sunglasses oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm not saying that i'm at rain man level here but with blackjack, you can kind of you can kind of get a feel for it, and you can adapt. There's there's not a random there. It's not pure randomness, yeah. right? There's now, strategy involved. There's stra- exactly poker, same thing. But I have no poker face. That's why I don't play poker. The roulette wheel is just so random that I, I just anybody can do that. So I'm not a fan. Yes, yeah. I, I've worked with you long <laughs> enough to know that you're not very good at you know just. Putting an act on uh, <laughs> just just for the sake of, of yes. the situation. Um, yeah, so I I'm I've played roulette maybe a couple times, never hit anything, and you know that's good yeah. enough for me. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have you heard the uh, the Peyton Manning roulette story though? Oh no, no I haven't. Uh, Brandon Stokely tells this story. Uh, Pat McAfee tells this story. So now it's it's, it's from two sources. It's, it's corroborated. So I guess Peyton threw some sort of like Christmas party or something for the team at a casino near uh, Indianapolis. And they had like a private room or whatever. So they were, you know, they, they could, they could gamble and stuff on, on the side. Um, but Pat tells the story that he at towards the end of the night was like, ah, I don't want to play these, like t- these games anymore. I want to go play some roulette or craps or whatever. So he goes out to the roulette table and it's just him. No one even recognizes him. He's just standing there playing. And Peyton at one point decides that he's going back to the room. So as he's walking by, he sees Pat at the roulette table just doesn't stop doesn't anything just pats him on the shoulder on his way by and just goes how about that red 18 and just walks away and goes and gets in the elevator and goes up so everyone at the table of course moves all of their money to red 18 and lo and behold it hits no way wow really yes oh my gosh yes so hopefully we can have a similar uh similar luck here Mm -hmm. on on quarterback roulette so how this is going to work 
is we have a roulette table of quarterbacks that's going to spin, and you're going to stop it. You're just going to say, stop. Maybe don't be looking too close because I don't know how fast it moves. <laughs> okay. um, it doesn't go that fast. So you're going to stop it. It's going to land on a quarterback. You're going to have the option to, I'm, t I'm taking that quarterback. I'll take my chances. Or spin again. But if you spin again, whoever it lands on, that's who you're stuck with for the Broncos mm -hmm. next year. Yeah. Got it. And uh, well, we could do a couple of rounds, but then you'll go first. Then we'll go around. And we'll mm -hmm. see who's got the best quarterback at yes. the end of the first round. Yes, we'll have round. A, a little discussion about yes. what what life would look like yes. with said quarterback. All right, Allie has the roulette table brought up. So uh, just tell me, tell us when to stop. All right, stop. Oh, Kyler. interesting. I'll say it the way you used to say it, Kyler. Kyler. <laughs> yeah, he, you were... Had a, you had a significant man crush. I am a huge on fan. Kyler in the 2019 uh, Ryan's have yeah. a crush huge on Kyler. fan of Kyler Murray. A little bit concerned about his fit with this offense, oh. but I think that his overall abilities, uh, you 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 just work around that. Um, golly, do I spin again? You've got I mean, a Kyler's smile running. on your face. I don't know if you're giving up on him. I, I'm gonna I want to run it again. Speaking of saying Kyler Murray, Quinn and Williams had it the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Kyler <laughs> This is All right, this stop. is. Oh, Ooh, intriguing! Willis. Willis. All right, on. so you pass on Kyler to get, get Malik. Malik Willis. You like it? I do like Malik Willis. Uh, but again, you know, it's a little bit of an investment pick, so you'd have to understand year one. You know, you you might be able to get him out there using his legs a little bit, maybe back into the year. But uh, he's not a, a day one starter, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think he needs some footwork. Uh, certainly, that's going to be one of the things that I that jumped out to me watching him. Uh, but man, the talent, the arm talent, uh, the ability to run the ball, I, I I think he could be the top quarterback in the draft. I think he's gonna have a good week at the combine too. So uh, I think you're right, Ryan. And also yeah. something to to take into consideration here is you didn't have to give up as much in order to yes. get Malik. Now I agree with you that he's gonna be the number one quarterback taken. I don't think you're gonna be able to get him at nine, so you're probably trading up. But even then, it's still less than what you'd have to give up for Kyler. Well, Daniel Jeremiah on the conference call that you love so much, mm -hmm. Zach, yep. uh, today said he thinks that there's a decent chance no quarterbacks go in the top ten. I can He's never crazy. imagine a world like that, but that insinuates that maybe some of those teams at the top, that from what he's hearing, aren't as high on Malik Willis as like I personally am. I think in this offense where you can kind of simplify things down. You hope to be able to run the ball really well with Javante Williams and, you know, whoever else you have back there. And you get him out on the run. You get him out of the pocket. I think it could work great. And to me, there's just – there's something about, you know, just taking that shot, trying to make it work. And we've talked a lot about the Josh Rosen mm -hmm. style thing. Mm -hmm. If it goes completely wrong, which I wouldn't say is completely off the table, no. and I would start him from week one – um, then you just go right back at it next year. It's going to be a good mm -hmm. quarterback class next year, or at least that's the projection yeah. of it. And, and and anymore, Mason, I know you you agree with this. You do mm -hmm. need some mobility with your quarterback. Yep. And and again, he's got just the requisite arm strength. He's got he's got just so many abilities. It's raw, but the talent is there. I don't think it's a stretch to say he's actually the best runner. Yeah, regardless of position, the even best Matt Corral, huh? Best runner, including running backs. Okay, gotcha. In this draft, yeah. wow, yeah. He's okay. a, he is electric when he when he takes off with the ball, and that's why he's going to be a top five pick. I I mean I think you're right. Uh, I don't want you to be right, but I think <laughs> you're right. Um, and, and 
that you know that's what happens the further and we talk about this all the time the further you get away from the tape the more you start looking at the measurables the more you start you know seeing highlights pop up everywhere and you know he's gonna go run hopefully he runs at the combine and runs a mm-hmm. eye-popping number mm-hmm. and someone's just gonna say this there's just no way there's no mm-hmm. way we can yep. let this guy slide yep yeah. detroit lions we're looking at you nope. <laughs> all right so you've got malik willis happy in your with it. corner okay. mace you want to go next all right sure this is like pressure luck. I can hear. Mason's probably been card counting. He's already memorized. We need you to close your eyes, Yeah, we need you to look over here, Mason. Stop! Oh, he wouldn't do it. Ah, okay. Kyler. Kyler. You know what? I'm standing pat. Oh, I wonder if Ryan Edwards wishes he did that. No, no. I like the mystery box. You know, I'm good with it. It could be a boat. You know how much I've always wanted a boat. a boat, but a mystery box could be anything. So, no, I mean, Kyler's special. I think you got a little bit more, though, than two tickets to the comedy club. Probably. But I remember, and I was actually, I think we talked about it last night with Ben and Al, was how John Elway at the Combine broke my heart. I'll Do you remember forget. that? Never, I'll right. never forget. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You did. That's yeah. right. Good, good memory. It was a combination of two answers about working under center <laughs> and, 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 and measurables on a quarterback. And basically just, oh, I, I thought, you're not, he's looking, he has the traditional view. Yeah. And it just, it was like, there, no Kyler. And, and, and then in the end, they took a guy who had the big arm. You know, but Drew Locke is a pretty like he's a classic quarterback in a lot of ways, right? Yep. Well, and obviously he's they got didn't have athlete. a shot at Kyler in the right. end anyway. Right. But at the time, yeah. he wasn't your surefire number one overall mm-hmm. pick. And John essentially said, "I do think if you're going to go from under center, you have to be able to see over mm-hmm. the line when you're dropping back." And oh. I was like, "There it goes." And that offenses have to go under center. Yeah, and, sort of and, and, and it reminded us of Russell Wilson. Yep. Why they passed up on him? Yep. And then, of course, what was it? Just a year or two before. Lamar. When Lamar, yeah, yeah. he was uh, talked about from John Elway's perspective as he'll be good for someone else. The Broncos didn't even uh, consider him. He, so the question was, do you think he should switch to wide receiver? Remember, that was the stupid right. oh, take gosh, that. Yeah. I think it was Bill Polian who had put that into yep. the world. <laughs> and John said, no, no, uh, I, I, don't, I wouldn't do that. He's had a lot of success at quarterback. I think he's going to be a good quarterback for somebody. Not, not us. Not <laughs> and then as we would learn later when Jack Del Rio spoke about it, I think to Adam Schefter, height was the reason that they didn't pick Russell Wilson. Scored well in every other way. But the thing is, they just at that moment there had there had been one sub six foot quarterback who had been worth anything, and that was Doug Flutie. And even then, he had to go through the CFL mm-hmm. before he got mm-hmm. to Buffalo. So I think there was like a, a thought of okay, this template has never worked. Why is it going to work now? Now, sitting here in 2022, we know better. Russell Wilson, with his attributes, if he were in this draft class would go number one overall. He probably Doug, would have gone number one in almost every yeah. draft class. Yeah. If Doug Flutie had, was in this game today, he would probably go number one in his yeah. draft. Because, because what we are looking for, it's changed. The template has expanded. Yep. Over it, time. It, and, and that's why over a year away, we're already talking about Bryce Young being first or second overall pick. Yeah. Yeah. Or, because or, people just don't care. Or yeah. why Mace stayed with Kyler. I mean, Kyler's the smallest quarterback in the NFL. So, mm-hmm. Yep. 
Size matters not, as Yoda told us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, Baker's in that conversation too. He's, yeah, he's like barely over six feet. Yep, just so, barely. I mean, so uh, that'll Drew be, Brees is barely, was barely over six feet too as a player. And I think he, he turned out great. Than six feet. That'll end yeah. up being three number one overall picks over the span of like six, seven years, all under six feet. Yep. Or six feet or under. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Once Bryce goes. Doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> if he goes to number one. Hey, don't worry about it's it. It's not an if to Mr. Alabama. <laughs> Absolutely <over here. laughs> not. Absolutely not. Just, I mean, C.J. Stroud does have all the stuff. You he know? does, yeah, and he could be number one yep, too, as well. Sure. You want to go? All right, I'll spin it. I hope I don't land on Kyler. It'll be really <laughs> bad podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's all right, all I'm closing my eyes. Stop. Oh, <laughs> this is your favorite. He's sticking with him. He doesn't get to spin again. Uh, under no circumstances. <laughs> and you're paying him forty million. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. And I said, I think Zach said, like, or the the commenter said, if you could get Kirk Cousins at a reasonable price. And I was like, well, yeah, sure. But reasonable to me is like 25, 28 million. Which you know is not going to be. Which is not yeah, even yeah. close to being possible. And in fact, I may be, I'm probably lowballing him there. Pretty much need $30 million if you're going to get a good, a good starting quarterback, which Kirk Cousins actually is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I dog on him all the time, but he's actually good at football and he's, Maybe in like the Jake Plummer realm of things, where it's like if you put a really good team around him, right. he's gonna make good plays for you. You're gonna put, you're gonna rack up stats. The problem for me is the combination of the money and the lack of any important wins on the resume. Okay. Now, Matt Stafford kind of had the same thing going for him, yep. and they obviously made that work. But then I just add in the corniness and all that stuff, and, and that's, that's. But Minnesota's me, had yeah. a good team around him. Like yeah. he's had mm-hmm. some of the best receivers. He's had he's one of good the few, defenses. One of the yeah. few quarterbacks you can't say like, look what he could do with this group of receivers. Right? You know? Isn't isn't he the opposite of Jimmy G? And he's maybe a guy we land on in yeah. this. But I mean, Jimmy G doesn't put up the great numbers. Kirk Cousins last year had a fantastic year numbers yep. wise. Kirk doesn't win. Jimmy G does, does win. win. Yeah. I mean, Ryan, which one would you rather have? Oh my gosh! Since uh, you didn't land on either of them, I, and, I, and I and I now seeing <laughs> that they are both in here, I actually did take a very big risk. Uh, listen, mm-hmm. I'd rather have Kirk Cousins if it was if it was push comes to shove. Uh, Jimmy G for me is the the worst case scenario for the Broncos yep. Yep. because you're gonna have to pay him thirty to thirty five million per. He is a guy again. You said statistically, just really doesn't move the needle as one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And, and to pay a guy that kind of money that doesn't do that for you, and yeah. and QB wins is one of those weird annoying stats for me that it's like look we, we can talk about it you know alfred and i were yelling at each other yesterday about it <laughs> he just said like all he does is win ryan and i'm like dude are you serious about this like like wait all kirk cousins does is win. no, no jimmy, jimmy, jimmy g, g-, 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 g- okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i mean i'm, I'm still thinking my cousins a little i was bit, like right? i i was like i can go through the the history of the trent dilfers mm-hmm. in the world that all they did was win brad mm-hmm. williams you know like we could talk about those guys that's the category he is for me. Yeah, yeah. he'll, he'll mm-hmm. make some plays, but he'll make some really boneheaded plays too. It's All funny right. to go back to who you drew here with Cousins. What do you think the record? Of, and I don't want to do too much on QB wins, but what do you think the record of the Vikings with Kirk Cousins is against the Packers led Aaron against Aaron Rodgers led Packers? How many games has he played? They played eight. Oh, and eight. No. Three, four, and one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because yeah. I got to thinking about it because they put you know, the Vikings were a mediocre team, but they, yeah, the first time that Kirk Cousins was a Viking against the Packers, they tied at Lambeau. I, I forgot I, about I that season, Kirk and it actually. and it was one. Yeah. I, I think it. I think Daniel Carlson was kicking for the Vikings and missed a couple of kicks. The Vikings should have. 
The Vikings should have won that game. Kirk Cousins actually did enough to win that game. But remember, they played during the Broncos' bye. They played that game in Minneapolis that was thrilling and back and forth. And then Cousins led the game-winning drive at the end. I mean, it's kind of weird that clearly the Packers are a better team. But when you had the Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins head-to-head thing, it was damn near equal. Yeah. I don't know if anyone gets inspired to play for Kirk Cousins. And it's like a it's a totally different problem than Kyler. You know, right, Kyler's right. like, uh, I'm not really going to fake it. You know, I'm just going to be me and you guys can either follow or not. Kirk's like so corny and so seemingly fake. Maybe that's just how he is. But it comes off super disingenuous <laughs> to where I just think those guys like the other guys in the locker room are just like Ugh. Like Justin Jefferson's just like, man, just throw me the ball. I, I was going to say, I think his wide receivers like playing with him. They probably they put up the stats. But I don't think they're inspired to go win for Kirk Cousins. Sure, sure. Yep. Uh, just to bring it back to Jimmy G, and I'm probably going to jinx myself into landing on him yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, our friend Nick Kendall sent, sent me this stat. The PFF tracks t- turnover-worthy throws and also big-time throws. Right. Yep. And they mm. also have a ratio of turnover-worthy throws to big-time throws. Of all the big starting quarterbacks, Jimmy G had the worst ratio in the NFL. <laughs> 30 turnover-worthy throws, only 12 big-time throws all season. And I think yeah. in the playoffs, we saw that. And Jimmy G got so lucky. Like, picks were just going through yeah. cornerbacks' mm-hmm. hands. And it was just like right when he they didn't need him to make a mistake, he made a mistake, but then the defense just got lucky and, and dropped it or something. And that's him. with Kyle Shanahan whispering in his ear. Right, yeah. which is something yeah. you and yeah. I were talking about mm-hmm. on Twitter the other day. It was just yeah. like, can you imagine how bad he would be without Kyle Shanahan? Yep. Yeah. It, it's almost yeah. like, who's going to get stuck with this? Who's going to get fooled into this? And uh, the Broncos did with Case Keenum. They they were yeah. the ones that got fooled. Yeah. But they didn't have to give up draft picks to get him. Right, and let's hope that they're not getting here. fooled this year. And I yeah. want to give this guy credit because four years ago, you were saying that it was an unwise move to sign Jimmy Garoppolo, and I was defending it, saying, "Okay, you got what choice do you have? You got to see where he goes." And you were ahead of the curve. Yeah, and you and Steve threw me under the bus to Kyle Shanahan at the combine. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> I know, but you both threw me. You're like, "Yeah, we got this radio host no. back in Denver, <laughs> like who thinks it was a terrible idea that you signed Jimmy Garoppolo to an extension." But you could tell him how much. I didn't wrong. say it like that. Oh, no, that's Steve, that's actually, Steve did it. Steve but, did. Yeah, yeah, like that's great. yeah, Steve was blunt as a spoon on that. I was trying to come inside. I was sitting on the sitting on the beach in Mexico, and I got. Like this, the sound, uh, this audio file of like Steve Atwater like ripping me, and I'm like, oh, here we go. I think <laughs> I but you know, Steve and Kyle go a long oh, way back. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was hilarious, yeah. and, and I was like, I'm gonna be right, so whatever. <laughs> I think Four years I said, later. Uh, I think I said I'm gonna move to the Nuggets beat if they uh, sign Case Keenum. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should have taken my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the yeah, Case especially. Keenum thing wouldn't have been so bad if they drafted somebody as well. Of and that's something we talked about a ton. That on the was show. our was thing. Like, yep. like, hey, because they missed out on the Kirk Cousins sweepstakes right yeah they got case keenum and we we're like well i mean it's not great but do something more and that's yeah. that's for the pro they john elway like oh no no no, we're gonna give case the real shot here to be the guy and it's like but when has he shown that like you yeah. you put all your eggs in this basket for the season right on him even his season that was so great he wasn't even the starter going in right and they wouldn't commit to him being the starter Yep. As he was winning games. Yep. And Pat Shermer was the guy in his ear. And Pat Shermer yep. was the guy yep. in his ear. Okay. Comes full circle. All right, I got You're another spin, spin here. So bet, here yeah. we go. Yeah. I gotta, <laughs> Probably should take one. <laughs> I, I should definitely take it. Oh, gosh. There's only like one more that well, I would see, want. See, now you're least. not closing your eyes because right. you don't. Eyes wanna. are closed. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, All right. Ooh, intriguing. Okay. Okay. This is much better for me, at least. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was pretty lukewarm on Sam Howell going into the Senior Bowl. 
um i kind of was on everyone and I, and i it was one of the first times i went in the senior bowl without a, a personal favorite going in and he definitely came out second for me um it was malik was pretty far and away number one for me but i liked sam howell and when you go back and you know we talk about needing to scramble around a little bit in your early years and how much that can help you you go back and look at some of the rushing stats he put up at north carolina i think it'll really blow people away i mean I think he had, uh, what, three straight games with 100 yards at one point? Mm -hmm. Especially this year. Now, he was kind of, some of it was running for his life, and some of it yeah. was, okay, I've got to get it done because no one else can really get it done. It was taking it upon himself, which you hope is that it doesn't, it doesn't lead to some bad habits because not only in the pocket when he was under duress, but when he escaped – He's running to contact. He's taking a lot of hits. And so I admire the instinct that he has. I mean, you talk about tough gamer, will will bleed and, and, and die for his team. That's Sam Howell right there. But you want him to learn that discretion is the better part of valor instead of trying to get that extra yard and, and take that hit, get to the sideline, slide, get down. You're going to have to kind of coach that because his instinct is to go for every last battle for every last inch you admire that but you got to kind of <clears throat> tell him all right you gotta live to fight another play here because if you do this in the nfl you're gonna get killed and you're just you saw a talent difference from what he had the previous year oh. to this year i mean we know javante right but also mm -hmm. michael carter diamond brown like you you saw Four draft picks yeah. among skill players that carolina lost it, it was it was huge and so mm -hmm. there was a lot more on his plate and again i'm not trying to defend him but i i, I actually am intrigued by sam howell as well I get Baker vibes from okay. him. Can you just see say, him running yeah. this offense yeah. too? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, especially getting to see him under center in Mobile, and looking smooth, and getting that, and, and he got the, the play fake boot working, and we know how accurate he is deep. That's the thing. Like he's not just a strong arm quarterback. The deep ball is accurate. And you might be him. able to package a couple of day two picks to maybe move up a little mm -hmm. bit and get him at the end of the first round, get that fifth year option. Or that that was going to be my that. question: yeah. is where are we taking mm -hmm. Sam Howell? Do you t would you take him at nine? No. Okay. I'd no. be inclined like fifth, fifteen is kind of the starting point for me. Mm. Yeah. See, my problem there is if you don't like him enough yeah. at nine, you just don't like him enough. I, yeah. I, I understand that argument, um, and again, there's still a lot of the pre-draft process that you know we have the combine right, you got right. the workouts mm -hmm. all that. so there's still a lot of things and we, we don't really have a, a good sense i mean even as you were talking about we might not take a quarterback in the top 10 that always changes and and all yeah. of a sudden the guy rises and that type right. of thing but but yeah i mean as i'm sitting here right now i i still think that he needs some time he needs some development he doesn't have the perceived upside as like a malik willis right yeah. now but i still think he he's intriguing and he's a guy that i would I'd absolutely have and bring in and have a vet uh, sort of coach him up. So I think these are our only two rookies that we have on here. So I think now's a, a fair time to ask this: Who would you draft at nine? You personally, or anyone? If it's quarterback yep, or just anybody? Yep. yep quarterback. Oh, quarterback. Um. Well, I mean, I think Malik Lewis should be in that conversation. I think Kenny Pickett's going to be in that conversation. Yeah. I think Matt Corral probably could or should be in yeah. that conversation. Yeah. Um. I, I I like Willis and Pickett probably of the, of that group. Uh, ben likes Matt Corral the best of that group. Um, th those are those are probably my top ones. I think the the next tier is sort of the Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, uh, Carson Strong. Kind of get into that. Carson might be a little bit higher, but I mean, again, you, you start to really get into 
which flavor you prefer on yep. most of these and guys. And those are end of the first round guys. Yeah, end you. of the first round, second round, yep. uh, third round. Uh, Caleb Ellaby is going to be a day three guy. He's kind of fun, but, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. I, I wish he could move better. Like the, I know. That's the thing with, with him. I, I And the funny thing is when he was recruited, he's from the St. Louis area. Coming out of high school, he was regarded as a dual threat. But now he's Did just not show it. He's straight up pocket passer. Yep. <clears throat> this is my one of my least favorite parts of the draft process. It's like Matt Corral just hasn't done anything in so long. It's like he, he you would just kind of forget about him a little yep. bit. Like we and we were talking about it yesterday. If the Shrine game can get to a point where they start inviting juniors, they're just going to blow everything away because they'll get someone like Matt mm-hmm. Corral to come out there and it'll and you know they're in Vegas and all that stuff. Like I think they can kind of take the throne because. It's such a disadvantage for that type of guy coming into the draft. And that's where a team like the Broncos could get lucky at that ninth overall pick where he kind of slides for no reason because it's not like he's put on bad tape from the end of the season until now. He just hasn't, his name hasn't been out there. And we're seeing even with veterans, Aaron Rodgers always putting his name out there, making sure he's talked about all the time. (laughs) Matt Corral's been the opposite. We've been talking about Carson Strong, Caleb Ellaby, even more than Matt Corral. And I just have to remind myself that when the season ended, he was my number one quarterback going into this draft process. And even I've lost that until this past week. And I thought, I, I got to keep remembering about Matt Corral. Yep. He's a good quarterback. And yeah, I, again, one of the things we talked we talked about last night, we had Tim Jenkins on the show. My biggest complaint about him is, is he tends to wait a little bit for guys to get open. And is that something you can coach out of him? Is that going to be a little bit of a rough, rough go early on? Also, sometimes, and again, I don't know what he's asked to do. Sometimes these guys in, in college, they say, hey, if the first read's not there, just go ahead and run. You know, that's fine. Is that what he is? Is he a one read and run guy? Right, right. He's got the legs, no question issue. about it. Mm-hmm. His arm, I think, is good enough. I don't think he's an elite arm, but he's got a good enough arm. Um, I just wonder, okay, him taking off and running constantly, is that what he was told to do, or is that what he is? All right, Zach, you, you right, got to get your spins let's in spin here. Let's spin this here. Let's go, and I'm not going to look either, and we'll stop. Oh. <laughs> We're spinning it again. <laughs> that was quick. That was real. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. Drew Locke isn't the worst option this year because he's a guy that could still potentially flash. And, Ryan, I want to get your, your opinion on this. It's not likely that he's going to flash enough where he becomes a consistent starter. But also with starting Drew Locke and not – starting a Marcus Mariota or a Teddy Bridgewater again, you probably have a little lower of a floor too. And you know what? A lower floor isn't the worst thing. The worst thing, and in, in, in my opinion, and I think our opinion, is being 7-10, and 10, yeah. is is being just okay and being good enough. And what would you think if, it, if it's Drew starting? Well, first of all, I just don't know how you sell that to the fan base. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the starting point. But, I mean, I, I wonder with better coaching – what he could be. And I think that's what a lot of people wonder. Like, uh, you know, that you can have a multiple things being true conversation. Say he's had some, some tough breaks as far as coaching goes. Pat Shermer is definitely not the right guy for him. They had the COVID season that he didn't get an entire off season that he was supposed to be the starter. That's, that's, that's all true. Simultaneously, he hasn't done the, made the best of the situations that he has had. He did get a full year, and he wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the partial starts that he's had outside of the Rich Gangarello season probably wasn't good enough. So there, there's not there's not been enough flash. There's not been enough to just to say, oh yeah, it's definitely there. We just got to give him more time. Right. So mm-hmm. that that's where I come down on Drew Lock. Uh, it's not one you're going to have an easy time selling for the fan base unless you got a rookie waiting in the wings. That's yeah. the only way. Very fair, yeah. very fair. Okay, let's spin that and uh, let's hope my luck is a little better here. We're going to come on, give him a bad stop. one. No, 
Oh! <laughs> it's meant to be. All right, it's let's go with the upside, Drew. Or, or Bryce Young is what this means, potentially. Let's go, baby. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. What are the odds? Oh, oh that's, well, that's classic. But it's so like I'm walking away from the table empty. Yeah, I mean, you know. But, but the thing is, it's like it's not like anybody here wants bad things for Drew Locke or rooting no, against him. Like, no, no, like no. you, like, like none no. of us are sitting here going like, oh, well, you know, what, what a bum he is, and he's a bad locker room guy. No, he's a good, he's a good locker room guy. He's a good dude. It's yeah. like it's just one of those things. Like the NFL is is you're always looking or chasing for the elite guys, and he hasn't shown enough of those traits. Well, and Ryan, kind of like you said, uh, I just don't see the Broncos going into the season with him being the plan. And I just just like I don't like second round quarterbacks. Not 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 Drew, but like if the Broncos were to draft a second round quarterback this year, I just don't like it because it doesn't feel like the organization's all in. And I just don't get why they would go with the guy who they're not all in on. So if they were really to go into the season with Drew and Brett, I'd say, okay, let's go, baby. Let's let's ride with this. But if it's Drew starting and they brought in a, a guy at number nine, it's just going to feel like, what are we doing here? Half, half in, half out. Yeah. What about Drew and a Trubisky or Drew? It's, and, la- it's yeah. last year again. I know. And, and it just, yeah. I don't get it. It's last year to us and certainly to Broncos country. It's not last year to Nathaniel Hackett. And that's that's the thing. Like, George Payton <laughs> is not viewing things through the prism of... I love the comment, by the way. True. From, uh, Drew Locke is not... Or Hackett's not viewing things through the prism of last year. And George Payton wasn't viewing things through the prism of the previous four years before he got there. So, but I, I agree. I, Broncos, I, I don't think you could sell... At least we could Drew call Locke the... and Mitchell Trubisky or Drew Locke and Marcus Mariota to Broncos. Country. At least we could call the quarterback battle Drew Bisky 2020. <laughs> oh, that that does good. have a nice ring that to it. <laughs> but but that's a great point you bring up. It's something that I, I try to echo as well on the show mm-hmm. is what Broncos fans have lived through with mediocre quarterback play for the last several years is not necessarily what this new coaching staff or this new GM have experienced. Yeah, it is hard to not frame it from six straight years of missing the playoffs when right. most people around here you know didn't have anything to do with that yep all right uh before we move on i want to remind you guys to come hang out at the dnvr bar this weekend um we're almost always open tonight not though from six to eight because we got a little rehearsal dinner yes. shouts to spencer and kylie <laughs> we're having weekend. their rehearsal dinner at the dnvr bar which is a pretty cool so thing cool. Mm-hmm. um Yes, you could yes. do that too. Uh, it is truly a place of love and romance, usually directed towards Nikola Jokic, yep. but <laughs> on tonight it'll be towards real love. Uh, anyways, come hang out yeah. at the DNVR bar this weekend, watch some games, you know, throw down some bets, have some beers, eat some good food. Uh, Ryan, you've been down here. It's a good time, huh? It's a great time. Great food. Yeah, great atmosphere. I recommend the RK special as far uh, as the beer goes. Go. <laughs> so that's one person who's recommended. Oh, okay. That is you. not true. I guess There's only it's one a person. Ryan thing. It's a Ryan thing. There's only one person who has not recommended it, and that's Shelby Harris. <laughs> Yeah, but Shelby doesn't like turkey either, so you know, oh, there's a wow. little bit of a... Well, I think he's right on that. Path. And remember, Actually, he, he's from Wisconsin. He's from Milwaukee. He's a, I think he's a little bit of a beer purist. Like, I don't think he believes in mixing beers. I don't think he's a beer purist. I just think that like people from that area just want like a straight like, like Miller light. A light beer. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, light beer. Yeah, nothing fancy. <laughs> Although, if you, I don't know if you've ever had New Glarus beers. They're pretty fancy, like Spotted Cow or any of their fruit beers. Those are 
Those are kind of fancy. I only drink Breck Brews, Mace. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and for my coffee, I only drink Strava Craft coffee. And <laughs> nice. if you want to get 25% off your Strava Craft coffee, go to StravaCraftCoffee.com and use the code DNVR25, where you'll get 25% off this CBD-infused coffee, which helps relieve aches, pains, migraines, headaches, anything that's going on, it will help relieve. So go to StravaCraftCoffee.com and use that code DNVR25, and then subscribe after to get 20% off every single order. That's StravaCraftCoffee.com. Also tell you about the American Raptors. You're probably familiar with Raptors and rugby here in Colorado. Your Colorado rugby team has rebranded to the American Raptors, and this rebrand is here to stay. The American Raptors are composed of crossover athletes who are learning and getting proficient at the game of rugby, trying to get better athletes into the U.S. National Rugby Program to improve the fortunes of the USA Eagles National Rugby Team, and they're training over at Rugby Town USA over in Glendale, and they're going to be playing matches this year and guess what you can watch those matches for free that's right free so go to americanraptors.com and grab your free ticket for the upcoming season and if you can't make to the games in person no problem americanraptors.com will have all of them streamed on their website americanraptors.com of course and if you missed that our guy colton strickler here here has it all covered for you at dnvr rugby he's got the dnvr rugby podcast on a weekly basis he's got written coverage at the dnvr.com he'll teach you about rugby with his rugby 101 podcast hey it's another opportunity to bet on sports you can go on our friends at DraftKings. go go to their app and bet on rugby matches around the world if you want to understand what you're betting on, then check out those Rugby 101 po- podcasts from our guy Col- Colton at DNVR Rugby. All right, we got another game here coming in the second segment. Zach, you want to lead us through this one? Yes, we are all against each other. The Ryans can't team up this time. Mm, we'll see about Mace that. against <laughs> the Ryans, and uh, I may chime in as well. I know a couple of these, though. So what we're going to do is we're guessing a player, either a current Bronco or a former Bronco, and we're going to start off with hints. We're going to give four hints, maybe three hints, mm-hmm. and then uh, if you know it off the first one, guess it, and then you'll if you, if you get it right, you win. Uh, and then if we don't get on the first hint, we'll go to the second hint and third hint. Zach, also, are we just shouting out the answers chaotically, or are we trying to kind of pound the sofa? And- we're going to shout it out, but if you're wrong... You cannot answer again until both other contestants yep. have okay. put in a guess. I love it. Right. I love it. So let's get into the first one. And here is our first hint. Six foot three, 233 pounds when he played. Oh, I thought that was like a filler right there. It was supposed to say like when he played, like played from 2008 to <laughs> <laughs> six three 233 when he played that's so a I good think it clue gives you a little hint yep. yeah it's it's more than just the the size so no guesses okay we'll go on to the second hint and that's not a linebacker that's pounds yes mm. okay all right <laughs> <laughs> yes we'll go with pounds but five time all pro steve atwater mace you cannot speak again oh no <laughs> oh. third hint <clears throat> First round oh. pick in 1974. Oh, wow. I think Mace is uh, wishing he waited till right now. I think he knows. Uh, Mecklenburg. Be, yeah, that I was gonna. Yeah. It's not no, it was, no. Uh, I was between the two. And, uh, <laughs> damn it! So guess. loud zeros, zeros across the board. Yeah, I feel like Ryan should have had an unopposed guess before the. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. I, I said true. that was going to be my guess. It's true. It's true. All, it's true. Right, it's true. Right. Okay. All right, let's go on to the second one. And I don't know this either. Undrafted in 1994. Rod Smith. Let's go to the second hint and see if Mace <laughs> is right. <laughs> Only played for one yeah, team. It's looking so good. It's looking and good. the third hint is uh, 
two-time second, second team, team All-Pro. <laughs> Rod Smith Mace go. got oh. it. We're gonna need to be faster here, guys. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I need to grab my Red Bull or something. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll know. How many more questions right are now. there? We got three to, three more total. Okay. okay. Three more people. And Mace is only up one zero. Okay. Yep. Yep. You guys have time to come back. All right. Peyton Manning. For two franchises. <laughs> oh. Okay. We'll see. Is it? Uh, uh, is it Allie? No. No. Okay. Uh. Second hint. Played college at Georgia. I think I know this one. Champ Bailey. Yes. yes. Let's yes. go. Very good. Tied well up. done. One well one. done. Yep, that was. Uh, I was thinking no Sean Moreno, but then. Yep, yeah. Well, first I thought I, I might, but Terrell Davis didn't start for two franchises. Right. But then I thought George Foster, but that's. I, I love George, but uh, <laughs> that's probably too obscure for this. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right. Let's jump in. Let's see if there's a tie broken or if Ryan Edwards ties it up here. Is Zach playing? He gets a zero for just just yeah. <laughs> for knowing me. He's trying to make me feel better. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on to the third one here. Ryan, okay. you got this. Edwards. All right, thanks. Edwards, this is all you. Here we go. No, this is the fourth one. Fourth one. Fourth one. You're right. Pardon Since me. we didn't get one. All right, started yeah. for three franchises and Eric Decker. Third round pick in there 2010. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So we have we played for the Jets. He played for the Broncos. Titans. And he played for the Titans. Yep. Had to go play in Nashville because of his his wife, Jesse James, country music singer. Is that actually why? He wanted, yeah. It was it was a very nice dovetailing of the Titans need a receiver, and he wanted to be in Nashville. Mm, so nice. interesting. All right, yeah. uh, new rule: uh, the Ryan's get to combine their score against oh, me. Oh, so. I like <laughs> this. So this would be just going for a tie. So either one of us gets this in front of Mace, we tie. Wow, that's not fun, Mace. I'm pulling for I appreciate you now. You. I'm pulling for you just to win. So I might be dead oh, weight okay. All right, let's do this one. Two-time second team All-Pro. That's a pretty open oh. gap there. Mm -hmm. Second hint. Played at Just Boston right, yeah. College. Yep. Oh. Nice. Let's go. Well done. That was well the name done. that came into my head on the <laughs> yeah. first one, but I didn't want to go too Impressive. fast. Impressive. Um, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm going, break us? I'm going to make one off the top of my head right okay. here. Okay. Ready, guys? Yeah. Played college at Tennessee. Peyton Manning. You can no longer guess. Oh. I know who it is. <laughs> first round pick. Al Wilson. Yeah. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yep. Why did I not guess your favorite player? <laughs> right. uh, and of course, I knew the Tennessee would probably throw people off, especially if it got the first round pick. Yeah. That so was the thing. It I, was to throw someone off. It was basically a 50 50 shot. I know. At that know. point. Yep. And yeah. Yep. I should have gone with the. Uh, oh, well. I love Al. Yeah, <laughs> everybody loves Al. How can you not love Al? Everyone loves Al. <laughs> Brian, one thing we didn't talk about: we didn't land on Aaron Rodgers' name. And yes. I, I want to get your opinion really quick on where you stand on him. What do you think happens? Do you even want him here? I mean, I I think you'd you'd have to want him here. I, I understand some of the people with his off-field stuff, and I don't know maybe the the amount of contract, the amount you'd have to give up for him, but. Uh, at this point, I, I've said on the show multiple times, the Broncos need to take some swings. They mm -hmm. need to take some real swings at the quarterback position. Yep. And uh, being being where they've been over the last several years, again, that's not all George Payton's fault. That's not all Nathaniel Hackett's fault. Mm -hmm. uh, I, this, this franchise needs to take some real gambles there. And they've got the draft capital to do it. They've got the cap space to do it. So, yeah, I, I want Aaron Rodgers here. He's got the familiarity with Nathaniel Hackett. 
Uh, they've obviously brought in other players, coaches, everybody. They're going to probably bring in some Packers. So I, I, I'd say I'd say the way I look at it is, yes, if, if you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, you should. Hopefully the Broncos are also doing their homework on Russell Wilson, uh, something we talked about last night on the mm-hmm. show. And if you got a sense maybe that Russell Wilson will for sure be available and the price is something you're interested in, then I'd probably move a little bit closer towards that yeah. based on his age, based on – what I think he's got left uh, in his ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, you, you have to. You and know. what do you give up for him? Uh, a couple a couple ones, a couple day twos, probably a player. You know, I, I don't think – you know, I, you get into three ones, I think we're having like a, okay, is he going to play long enough to, for that to be mm-hmm. valuable? You know, I think you're going to get at least two years out of him. So um, two ones I could I could live with, especially because the second one is going to be a late – Right, exactly. So they they say, the Packers say it's a done deal if it's three ones, two twos, and Jerry Judy. You doing it? Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, I'm probably doing it, but that third one is going to give me a little bit of pause for sure, especially if he is going to want – you know, I know that there's a little bit of pushback on it now, but – you know, especially if he wants fifty million per. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Yeah. I guess he reached out to Pat McAfee today, yep. and yep. and and McAfee said that's not what Rogers. Wants. And and you knew there yeah. was going to be pushback, right? I mean, you knew there was, even if it was floated out from his agent. I mean, you knew that it was going to be pushback on mm. the other side. But I mean, so, you wonder, like, the fact mm. that it happened this morning that, that there was the pushback. Was it because of Greg Jennings' comments? It could have been this yeah, morning when absolutely. he threw yeah. the S word out there yeah. for selfish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what would you guys say over under? If he comes back to whatever team, forty-five million per year. Over. It's gonna be over. I'm I'm saying over too. So yeah. I, I don't yeah. I don't buy it. Mahomes that, is forty-six. He's not in right? it for the money. Yeah. Right now. He's gonna be the highest paid. Yeah. 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 Mahomes yeah. is forty-six. Yeah. And he's he's whatever contract it is. It's you know basically you know two years probably with some voided maybe three. Yep. Yep. So uh, mm-hmm. we also didn't talk much about Russell Wilson. I saw you teased that there was a, a nice tidbit on your show do you want to yeah you want to tell are we far enough removed or are we gonna have to just tease the people even more? <laughs> no 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 it's fine um yeah i mean you know ben basically said that uh they've they've started their homework on what it would uh what it would cost to acquire him so they're mm-hmm. you know as you as you'd mo- in, in some ways you'd mostly expect the broncos to do you'd want to you know yep. take every opportunity mm-hmm. there but but this is one of those like okay we're we're really you know seeing what that would look like and um, I, I think that you have to always be careful in those because let's say Aaron Rodgers is your guy and he finds out you're flirting with the possibility right. of Russell Wilson or the other way around. If Russell Wilson's like, oh, was I plan B the whole time if you couldn't right. get Aaron? Right. So, you know, these guys have a little bit of ego. You have to be a little bit careful with that. And, mm-hmm. of course, there's always the whole tampering thing that you definitely have to be careful with. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we just, you know, we, we had that last night on the show that uh, the Broncos have uh, in earnest started their yeah. their work on him and i think it was this morning or last night that russell wilson pulled a uh, kyler murray and scrubbed the seahawks from Ooh. his twitter twitter yep. page oh baby and, and uh, he, he's kind of seen wait wait, wait. everyone across the country is talking about kyler murray everyone's talking about aaron Rodgers. Mm. i'm not happy where where i am i want more money or i want to be out how can i uh garner some interest for myself let's do a little scrubbing Yep. Now, what about the the notion that's out there? It's been reported that in any deal, Seattle would want a quarterback back. Yeah, and I can understand that. I mean, where Pete Carroll's age is at, where they're at with their franchise. Um, you know, it, it's funny because Teddy Bridgewater would have been perfect, right? I mean, if you had yeah. him under contract, uh, he'd be perfect for what Pete Carroll wants to do. He wants to run the ball. wants to be efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, does, doesn't want to take any risks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so it, Teddy Bridgewater is kind of the perfect guy. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I – 
you know that that's the one little hang up because is Drew Locke on his final year going to be that kind of quarterback for him? Mm-hmm. I sort of doubt that. Um, I have but. the perfect quarterback that the Broncos can send over who has been featured in a run-first offense that didn't want to take a lot of risks. Tim Kendall Hinton. Kendall Hinton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, we're bringing back Tim Tebow? Or... <laughs> yeah, Kendall Hinton, right. Yeah. Uh, was it nine passing attempts he yeah. had? Yeah. And one completion? One completion yeah. and no offense. No offense. No. Was two it two picks? picks, right? two picks. <laughs> More completions <laughs> to the Saints ratio. than to the yeah. Broncos, oh, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Poor yeah. guy. Tough. Very tough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, before we jump into our draft, as we always do in the third segment, I want to remind you guys to go check out our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. If you need any dental work done, they're just outside of Denver, 15 minutes over in Lakewood. Uh, great family-owned dentist office over there. They're part of the DNVR family. They come down here. They hang out at the bar. Uh, they, you know, they watch Colorado sports. Uh, they're great. They've been taking care of us for a long time, all the way through the pandemic. Uh, so if you want to support someone that really supports DNVR while getting some great dental work done, check out our friends over at Green Mountain Dental, dental Group. And check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, because if you bet on any NBA team to win this weekend and they win, you get $150 in free bets. And all you have to do is bet $1 on that game and if they win you get $150 in free bets there's no better way to start off your account than with $150 in free bets and you also have to check out their same game parlays you don't have to wait over the course of multiple games to hit a parlay if you get in on their same game parlays what just we just like taking uh Jokic over on everything yes. points rebounds assists and you only had assists last night so oh wow typically that doesn't happen though yep. so yep. I'm glad I didn't recommend this yesterday but now moving forward exactly it's a pretty good bet and you can do that all over at DraftKings Sportsbook so head to the app store now download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this offer that's again place one dollar on any NBA team and if they win you get $150 in free bets DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NBA must be 21 or older Colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details minimum five dollar deposit gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 all right, guys. Well, to um, really round out us doubling and tripling down on Ryan's uh, on this show, this actually was not my idea. I don't even know whose idea this was. But for our draft of the week, we're drafting the best Ryan's of all time. The great Ryan draft here. Uh, who won last week? I-, I knew you ran out to an early lead. Not even close. Let's get to the standings. Oh, my God. I had over half of the votes. You and Ryan mm-hmm. Green split the other like 40%. Not even close. You're so mainstream. Th- that's what you got to do. I know. You play I know. The people. <laughs> and, uh, now Mace- that there's a scoreboard, I'm going to have yeah. to change my approach. Oh, okay. And yeah. Mace, of course, you weren't on last week, but, uh, you know, that helped me. Oh, there you yeah. go. So thank you. And, and with this great Ryan draft, get creative. Doesn't just have to be a person. Anything with Ryan in it. Huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So get creative. All right, all right. But as I said, as I said, as I said yesterday, you can use your phone. uh, Yeah, I was gonna say I might need a list of Ryan's. As I said to the guys yesterday, you may want to do your homework with this one because there's not that many famous Ryan's. And and Ryan RK said to me right away, I can think of so many. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You're you're apparently supposed to kill this one. I I mean, I have like a standings again. I had I put a little prep into this. Okay. Um, just to make sure I wasn't missing any like dark horse Ryan's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. That's fine. Um, so who's going first? I guess it Our has guests, to go in. Right? The, well, okay. All right. We'll go in reverse snake draft order then here. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You have the number one overall pick oh in the Ryan draft. 
It's a lot of pressure. But, uh, you know, you saw the, the graphic up there. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. it's got to be Ryan Reynolds. Ah, that's mm. the first pick. Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on, guys. Like, maybe the best Marvel movie of all time. Not Avengers. But, yes, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Um, I, I hope he follows me on Twitter now. Uh, yeah. Batman <laughs> City. That would be but, there you go. All right. She yeah. was, I, I was going to help with the spelling, but she got it. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. great. <clears throat> one, one of the top Ryans for sure. We were watching him last yeah. night in Funny, uh, Free Guy. Charismatic. Yeah. yeah. We were yeah. watching him literally last night in Free Guy. So I'm a fan. My introduction to him was, I think it's called Best Friends. Yeah. Uh, Just Friends. Just mm-hmm. Friends. Just yep. Friends. So good. That one. That one is good. I and mean, then t- he, he kind of went from like, you know, obviously he's playing the big guy in that, and then he became like, you know, he probably won sexiest man in the world at one point. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. To, to me, the high point of his career will be in Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh man, marijuana. But why? <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's one of the most used gifts of all. Time. Yes. Yeah. Why? I'm staying on another route as our graphic showed as well wait but you're like our big pop culture guy you want, you don't want to share your favorite ryan reynolds moment? oh man he's uh <laughs> deadpool i, I love deadpool. Oh, like you said, he's great have deadpool. you seen deadpool i actually have okay. yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah i have uh and i'm going i'm going another pop culture route here i'm going ryan gosling now he probably actually has one sexiest man of the year uh, At and, least once. Uh, yeah mm. yeah i really like ryan reynolds is is the number one pick but gotta go another ryan here Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it would be on brand for me to just pick myself here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't. I really don't like losing. Um, so I you're are we going five deep on this draft? We may have to. Uh, yeah, I think we should go. I think we should go three. Um, all right. I get the best um, sports Ryan uh, of all time with my third pick. So I'm gonna go Nolan Ryan. Oh, I thought that one was gonna fall. I thought it was gonna fall too. I gambled. Yeah. I gambled with it. I'm going Nolan Ryan, That's arguably the best pitcher ever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. With with the uh, the number three pick there. And it's I gotta think. One. I gotta think he's mm-hmm. the best sports Ryan, right? Yeah. Yes. It's right. like Ryan Tannehill, but yeah. Uh, I think yeah. Don't oh, be giving anything away. All right. Uh, this is gonna... a tough draft to go for. Yeah. I feel for you, Mace. Yeah. I gotta go Seacrest. Yeah. Oh, strong one. Uh, yeah. Does like he? It. What does he do besides just uh, the New Year's Eve? Well, he hosted American Idol. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, got a, a pop culture. He's got a nationally know. syndicated radio show. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. He's, he's pretty much basically. It's appropriate that he is the host of the New Year's Eve special because basically, he, in every way, he has kind of succeeded Dick Clark and taken that role. In the pop cultural zeitgeist. Mm. All right. Could have been so. Carson Daly. Could have been. <laughs> but see, I mean, the thing is, though, like Seacrest, just you have to have that cross generational appeal, right? Like grandmothers like Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Right. So I it, think it's Ryan- a little bit more than just appealing to the young demographic. <clears throat> you got to go all the appeal all the way to to the septuagenarians and octogenarians. You I can s- do that. I assume uh, Ryan Seacrest was hosting American Idol when our guy. Scotty McCreary, who was hanging out here at the bar last weekend, uh, won. Yeah, yeah, it's a great point. All right, Mace, you're going to snake it. All right, um, I'm going to actually, can we do a fictional character? Yeah. Anything. Jack Ryan. Ah, that's a good one. Who's Jack Ryan? The the hero of of almost every Tom Clancy novel, film, adaptation, 
t- you know, that series. series is the one that I've I've read more books of than any. Yeah. Jack, wow. Yep, yeah, yeah, Jack Ryan series. It's, it's political thriller. Yeah. Political I, thrillers. I played a, a Tom Clancy video game. Yeah. Yeah. The closest I've ever been You're to reading Jack a book. Jack Ryan. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the question then becomes who is who is the best Jack Ryan? Is it? You know, is it one of the recent iterations, or are you, going, are you going back to Harrison Ford or uh, or ben Alec Affleck. Baldwin, who was the original in yep. in in uh, Hunt for October back in 1990? Yep. Yeah, and Ben Affleck was yeah. Jack Ryan, yep. and then was it uh, the guy was uh, Chris Pat- Pine? Chris Pine. Yep. Chris Pine. John Krasinski is. That's oh, that's right. He's Jack good. He's yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah. I, I'd still go for Harrison Ford on the strength of of clear and present danger. Which like is one funny. of my favorite scenes. That's kind of the most Jack Ryan I, I movie agree. that we've seen. But what's really kind of funny is yeah. I, I've heard that uh, Tom Clancy hated Harrison right. Ford's Jack Ryan. I know it's it's fascinating, but like the scene like where he bar- where <laughs> he basically <laughs> he stares down and comes back at the president. How dare you bark at me? How- I'm the president of the United States. How dare you, sir? <laughs> and that's when he says he's going to basically going to, you know, say exactly what happened and go to Congress. So and good. Like, it's great. I mean, it's, it gives me chills thinking about it. That's All right. Awesome. Well, you guys gave me the best sports, Ryan. You also left on the board the best female, Ryan. Oh, no. Uh, so I'm going Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Yeah. That was going to be my nice. second round pick. Dang it. I really like the way this fell for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's looking That's a good, good choice. but you guys left me the best Ryan movie. I'm going Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. that's impressive. That's a, I did not. That, I'm, that was not on my board. Good no. job. The, no. uh, the the Nolan Ryan and the Saving Private Ryan were the ones that I was hoping uh, would you slide. thought would be dark yeah. horses. Yeah. Nope. yeah. All right, back to you back. Got back picks to back here. to end it out. All right. Well, uh, he's got arguably the greatest beard of all time. And it is hard to deny his greatness. And he's known by Fitzmagic, but I'll go with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, that's a good. I thought you were talking about yourself when you were no, prepping no. it. No, I, I, I'm not in the same category as Ryan <laughs> Fitzpatrick. That beard, my goodness. Uh, and again, I could have gone Tannehill. Could have gone Tannehill, but uh, no, Fitzpatrick's better. Fitzpatrick yep. is yep. is is way stronger. Yep. All right, and for my final Ryan, you took my Meg Ryan, man. That was mm-hmm. that was too good. <laughs> Um, I don't. Uh, man, I'll get killed if I take that one. So <laughs> that's a uh, that's a tough one. All right. Uh, I guess I guess I'll take. Um, hold on, I gotta go back. I gotta go back to my draft board here. Oh, jeez. Oh, Good thing we're only doing three. I know. I know. This actually gets a lot harder uh, as we go. All right, I'll I'll just go because I'm a musician. I'll go Ryan Adams. Okay, mm. love it. It's a good yeah. one. Really good. Pick. Good singer songwriter. Yep. I don't think it's gonna win me the draft by any stretch, but uh, as a musician, I, I kind of gotta get a little bit of yep. love there. That's really good. Really good. So now now it's me. Um, I'm gonna go a little off the beaten path. I'm gonna go with certainly the one that has been talked about for the most in the history of the world and beyond the world as well. I'm going Orion's Belt. Oh. With this one. Wait, that's a different that's spelling. A different league. Oh, we right. Say, oh. We didn't say spelling. Ah, judges. Oh, judges. Oh, How's it pronounced? 
pronounced Ryan. That's it. That's it. Not Ryan. I would give it. Say it for me. Oh, Ryan. 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 Yeah. Oh, Ryan. This is like if someone was named like Mary Ann, and you're like, if you take the R Y of Mary and the A N of Ann. That's that's good. Do you want to go with the Mary Ann? You kind of got me. See, you're you're always trying to stretch the rules on us. And you know what? It wins. This is a show that um that rewards creativity. Yeah, yep. and and, so and as my stand. mom always said, cheaters are leaders. So, so that's, uh, <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> oh, geez. these fascinating lessons out of the Stevens household. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and you know what? She's right. I'm leading the standings right now. Uh, I've always just felt like that was a bit that you were doing. You're yeah. just throwing your mom under the bus. But the more you do it, the more I start to believe she actually said this. <laughs> yeah, she did. Now it wasn't like a life lesson, but uh, just a good daily reminder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe not daily. It's tough. <laughs> Getting down to it is. What are we on our twelfth, tenth Ryan right now? Eleventh Ryan. 11th. Gosh, I I can't decide whether I want to go for like a like a, a more decorated athlete or someone that might really hit with like the target demo. Well, you know what to do. You go with number two. But I don't know. Like it's kind of a gamble. Oh, if you it know, hits? If it hits. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't have very many athletes on here. Also, it's always scary. Like, you, it's hard to remember who's canceled and who isn't. Ah, uh, that's um, true. So, I think this guy bounced back. Hmm. I'm going to go Ryan Lochte. That's what I was wondering. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you going to go Ryan Lochte? Yeah. 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 I'm go Ryan Lochte. Okay, so now we have four athletes. Not the smartest of the, of the Ryans. No. Um, that probably goes to one of the two sitting here on the couches. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, gold medalist, that's got to be worth something. Yep, yep. It, it should be. Uh, I think I think people have forgiven him. Uh, did he? I can't remember if what he did was all that bad or if it was just dumb. Wasn't it? It was something at the Olympics, right? Yeah, he like, like yelled at someone. Thing? I thought or... he... Stole something? Yeah, there was something. There was something. (laughs) It's real quiet over there. You guys guys holding something from us? They would rather talk about uh, Jack Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we could keep going on that. (laughs) Charged by Rio police with uh, filing a false robbery report. That's what it was. Oh, it was like, uh, yeah. False robbery report. Yeah. That's right. It's even got to bring up old stuff. It's (laughs) even got a Wikipedia entry, Lochtegate. Lochte wow. gate. He got a gate. He got a gate. He got yeah. a gate. That's yeah. what makes it official. Yes. All right. There's a lot of directions I could go in here. Um, but I'm, I got to think about kind of what are, what we do on a daily basis. Ryan Clady. Mm. Oh, very good. That's very a good one. Very good. That one. Yep. Who ha- was an all pro twice, in my opinion, should be a ring of famer. Mm-hmm. He's uh, just coming up to eligibility here in a bit. He's one of those guys that I'm, he's probably going to get into that kind of the Al Wilson, C-L-A-D-Y. Ed McCaffrey yeah, territory where he might have to wait a while. But other than Gary Zimmerman, there's there's no better tackle in Bronco history. Yeah, And I think there's a huge gap. There's, a, there's not much of a gap between Zim and Clady based on where they were. And you could even argue that Pete Clady was better than, Pete, than Zim was here because, of course, he'd already played for Minnesota uh, before he came to Denver. But there's, it's not close from number two to number three yeah. for tackles in all-time history for the Broncos. Totally agree. Uh, uh, that's what we get for Googling most famous Ryans <laughs> yeah. and just going off that list. A yeah. um, <clears throat> couple uh, honorable mentions for me. 
Ryan Bowen uh, played for the Nuggets, and now mm-hmm. he's actually on the coaching staff, and he was like yeah. the ultimate hustle player. And when I was a kid, I absolutely loved him, especially because he shared a name with me. <laughs> uh, and then the, the one that I was saying, like, this could hit – with the with the the age group that we have, I but that I was Ryan don't. Lochte. No, no, okay. it, it was it was Ryan Dunn. He's from Jackass. Mm, yeah, oh, and, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, I don't. Is he too? He's not like one of the the A right. list Jackass right. guys. Right. So is it too low <laughs> right. down there? Wasn't he the one that the, that had the car put up his rectum? You know, it's hard to remember wow. who did what. Like, I mean, is I, this back-to-back I, shows of uh, uh, rectal talk? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, <laughs> wow, Bum Talk Friday. Yeah. It is Bum Talk Friday. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I think he he would do some pretty outrageous stuff. Yeah, I as I recall, I think I, he might have I, also done the like snake with the sock yeah, one. If you know what oh, I'm talking about. Boy. Yeah, no, I can only imagine. Oh. Yeah, some others I had on on the list in football, Matt Ryan. Falcon yeah. quarterback. You know yeah. I couldn't take him. I yeah. know you could. I couldn't do that couldn't either. Do no um, former Phillies first baseman Ryan Howard. That was what yeah. I looked at. Yeah. Great he power. Was on my he list was too. On yeah. Was on yeah. Ryan Braun. And that's another reason. Yeah, but erroneous MVP. Ryan yeah, Braun. but with the the yeah. PEDs, uh, the Ryan Ryan Howard from the Office. Oh, that would have been a great you, one. You just, honestly, Ryan Howard, you just throw it out there and you, you get, get bold. You get bold. Yeah, yeah. I thought, and I, and I did think about that with the last yeah. last pick. If you're a soccer fan, uh, longtime Man United star Ryan, Ryan Giggs. Giggs. I thought of him too. Yeah. but I thought maybe I'll get our UK, but then I thought, oh, there might be a lot of people that hate him. Yeah, mm-hmm. a guy who Matt McChesney trained, Super Bowl champion Ryan Jensen, oh, plays yeah. for Tampa Bay. We also went to CSU Pueblo. Um, and for Broncos, Ryan Harris. Yep, of course. Yeah. And yep. then going yep. back a little bit farther, linebacker Jim Ryan from the uh, 1980s Broncos. Mm. As well. Mace could have gone five rounds. I know he could have done that. I was, re- <laughs> I was, I was ready. And then Buddy Ryan. Yeah. Oh. And then yeah. Rex Ryan. Yeah. I, I actually, if we'd gone five rounds, I was thinking about a back-to-back Buddy Ryan, Rex Ryan, mm. especially yeah. because with Rex Ryan, we could have, we could have, in addition to bum talk, we could have foot talk. That's true. I think <laughs> you're you're Nolan Ryan, really. That's that the was one. good. That was yeah. good. That, that was really good. That might be the winner. Right I, I'm I'm worried about Ryan Lochte. I hope everyone forgot that he <laughs> lied about yeah. being robbed or whatever it in was. a different continent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of a scary uh, scary thing there. But I think if I uh, gosh, I can't remember. It's kind of like a Manti Teo sort of thing, right? Like it came out that they were like the victims, mm-hmm. and then it got kind of reversed on them, and then right. they, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, let's hit the okay, super cool. chat. Uh, from Jelly, chance we get some Rogers news by this Tuesday. That's a good way to wrap up here. Um, I wonder why this Tuesday is the date. Um, the following Tuesday is actually the eighth when when he said he's going to have a decision by. So I'm not holding my breath anymore on Aaron Rodgers news. I think it'll happen by that eighth, but. Uh, I don't think it'll happen this weekend. I think Aaron Rodgers knows if he wants big news to be out there, he's going to wait until big news is ready to cover it, and that's typically not on the weekends. Didn't Aaron Rodgers say it, on the yeah. McAfee show? Yeah, yeah. But oh, didn't he be. say that when there's big news, that the news he was actually going to fly? Yes. Into Indianapolis to join Pat Mac. Combine. What a time! Week. Exactly. It, it, it's it's time. all coming together, so we could literally hear from Hackett and Peyton. Tuesday morning, Denver time, 10 o'clock and 10.15 a.m. Denver time. And then Rogers, if he if he is in person at the usual time, he would be at 11 a.m. Denver time, not long after they speak. 
could be a wild couple of hours there. How about know. this? Um, you know, we've all hung out together in Indianapolis. You know, we all meet up Monday night, have some drinks, find ourselves at the places you find yourselves at late night in Indianapolis. Aaron Rodgers happens to stroll in <laughs> fresh off the Panchakarma cleanse, yeah. doesn't have enough in his body to sustain very much alcohol, gets mm. hammered, tells us what, what he's doing. We break it. As he's throwing up everywhere. Yeah. Part of the cleanse. Uh, yeah, on purpose. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's therapeutic exactly. Yes, 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 of course. Do they have uh, good functional toilets at Prime 47? That's what I want to know. I, I assume, assume they do. Assume they do. Yeah. Everything's Prime there, including the toilets. <laughs> and the butter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> got some good, they're going to get some ghee on deck for him. Yeah. Melted in a glass. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that is going to wrap it up for us here. Ryan, thank you so much thank for joining you. us. Make Enjoy sure you it. check out Ryan and Ben on Broncos Country tonight. Uh, they do a great job with their show there. Great Broncos tidbits every night. Uh, so check them out. Again, appreciate you. Appreciate you guys all for listening. And we'll catch you next week on the DNVR Broncos podcast. You bet.